0: childbirth, right? Childbirth is a perfect example. That is a, yes, it's a joyous, exciting experience. It's fun. I've, I've been through it four times with my wife, but for her, it was very uncomfortable. It was very painful. It's it's a, it's a process that you had to go through. But at the end, she was so happy to, to hold her child each time. You know, each time she felt that same amount of joy, but she had to go through this massive, not just the, the labor, the nine months of pregnancy, right? She had to go through these things. She had to grow through this experience. So, it's really important that we realize that success is not comfortable what's up everybody welcome to the start down i'm your host mike vicarra and you're probably asking yourself what is the start down well we all know the startup is a great idea or a business that maybe you're just getting going but i want to talk about what happens when you get to work and that's what the start down is all about We're going to bring great guests here for you on the show, people who have had massive success, people who are trying to build businesses, and I'm even going to share with you some of my own experiences. And I always say, this is a little bit like a buffet. Take what you need and leave the rest. So without further ado, let's head to the show. What's going on? Appreciate you tuning in. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Start Down. If you are here for the first time, welcome. If you're a longtime listener, appreciate you as well. Make sure you guys like, comment, let me know what you think about the podcast and learn more about me. Always visit MikeTacara.com. But let's dig into it. I am excited. You know what? No, I'm not excited. I'm a little fired up today. I don't know. I feel a little fiery, a little spicy, if you will. Um, kind of want to talk about something today. And, and you know, it's about being tactical. And then also being practical, you know, what I do, as far as being a business development consultant and working with, you know, small to medium sized businesses that are on that verge of looking to scale or on that verge of looking to go to the next level, is, as well as myself, you know, in full transparency, uh, always growing my business and always looking to do more and and looking to level up. But what I what I found is, and what's what's super interesting to me is is this culture that I see with some entrepreneurs and some businesses we work with for very long periods of time. We we'll have very long-standing relationships. Sometimes it's ninety days, six months, whatever it takes to get people going. But you know, and and I've talked about this before, right? I, I think some businesses, and I've involved with startups where we've been on the brink of success, and you could see that they just, you know, a, a fear of success almost. And I think it, you know, and and not to criticize anybody, but um, and even myself in business, fear could be uh, success could be very intimidating. Success could be something that when you see it coming down the line, while it's a beautiful thing, it's also scary, right? It it comes at you fast. If you get too close, it it could hurt you. You have to know how to manage success. You have to know how to embrace it. You have to know how, how to deal with it. It's not, you know, success is like a marriage. It's not easy. It takes work. It takes communication. It takes good times and bad. It takes, you know, frustration. It takes understanding. It takes dealing with the unpredictable. And I think a lot of times people feel that success is going to create comfort when it actually creates the exact opposite. And, you know, one of the things and, and the reason why I went, you know, to say, are you tactical and practical in business is a lot of people don't understand that. I think a lot of entrepreneurs think, well, if I reach the, a certain level of success or if I make enough money, I'll feel more comfortable or if I, I'm able to do this, I'll feel better. Or, or, you know, if my business takes off and, and I'm able to hire 10 employees, that'll be easier. It won't be easier. It'll just be different. And a lot of the times, you know, and, and, and one of the things that drives me bonkers, and, and I wonder if it drives you bonkers as well, is this idea of multiple streams of income. Well, it's so important nowadays to have multiple streams of income. And, you know, you hear this from the guys that are successful. Well, you know, you got to do this. And, and I'm big on that, right? I, I tell all my clients, you need to have social media, podcast book, and an online course. Part of that is about generating revenue. But more importantly, you know, these people that just say, well, I want to be involved in multiple businesses. Like I want to have, you know, four or five different businesses that are creating money. And I want to own real estate. And I want to do this. And I want to do that. And blah, 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 blah. But yet they forget to go all in on their core. And I think your core business is so important, you know, and, and most people will say, well, I want to, you know, I want to, you know, start a you know a small business here. And then maybe I want to start another small business and try to invest in something. And they do all these little things, ticky tacky, but then they don't go big and maybe they buy like one, you know, apartment and rent it out. But that that doesn't create massive income for them. The important thing is to start with your core business. And what you should really be doing is looking to put multiple streams of revenue into your core business. Does your core business diversify itself enough? that you're able to make money off of it. You know, everybody looks at people like Grant Cardone and Ty Lopez and whoever they may be, but all these guys had a core business that they doubled down on in order to create multiple streams of income in that same area. So for example, if you're if you're a marketing company and you do, you know, Facebook ads and that's what you specialize in. Well, you know, are you investing and in doubling down on learning everything you can, your Facebook marketing, doing everything you can for your customers and looking at how you could diversify more maybe in social media? What I found is some people start to get a little bit of traction and try to go over here and do something completely different. It just doesn't work. You have to stick to your core business and put multiple streams of income into your core business. If you want to grow your business, are you investing in marketing? Are you investing in advice? Are you investing in hiring and bringing in the right people? Are you investing in advertising? Are you putting, before you can go and create your own multiple streams of income, you have to be able to put multiple streams of income into a business because the people that have figured it out, and I truly believe this, and you see this with everything from entrepreneurship to big companies to network marketing, once people figure out the recipe, once people figure out the areas that they need to attack, once people figure out the direction they need to go in and once you figure out that direction, you know, then you'll be able to duplicate that process in multiple businesses. But if you don't do it right in one business first, if you don't figure it out in your core business and your core, your core of what you do, your core of what you're good at, your core of what your skill set is, if you don't do it there first, If you don't double down on that first, if you don't put multiple streams of income into that first, you're really not going to be able to get there. And, And it's really important that you know your goals. And I think goals have become such a funny thing today because a lot of people are seeing goals as like, just imaginary things. Oh, I got the goal of getting a Lamborghini or I got a goal of getting a Ferrari or I've got a goal of getting a nice house. And they become these like lofty dreams that are so far out there. And it's like, okay, well, that's fine if you want to get a Lamborghini and that's a goal, but what's your plan to get to the Lamborghini? You know, my father always told me, and like I said, you know, a lot of these things you may have heard somewhere else, but if my dad said it to me, that is the the authority, that is the source. You know, the difference between a dream and a goal is a goal is a dream with a date on it. And and I'm going to go a bit further than that and say a goal is a dream with a date and a plan on it. You have to have a plan. You have to know what direction you're going in to achieve that goal. You know, if your goal is to make a million dollars, right, how are you going to do that? Well, I don't know. I'm going to maybe like, you know, set up an Amazon store and sell a bunch of stuff. That's not a goal. How are you going to do that? Well, I've researched, I've looked at the market size, you know, I've seen different things, you know, what are your goals and how do you have a plan to get there? Because really, if you don't have a date and a plan on that goal, it really is just a dream. And then you're just, that's why people don't get anywhere. That's, why why you know i've really invested a lot in networking and, and and going to different events but there's a lot of things i've seen where people are just you know they're just networking junkies right they're just convention junkies they're not doing anything they're going they're hearing the motivational thing they know what it is but they're just on the hamster wheel they're staying in the rut and they're not getting out there and they're not producing and they're not making things happen they're not putting this stuff into action And, you know, the Lambo may be a long term goal, but then you have to set a lot of short term goals to get to that point to make the money so you could achieve the Lambo. And I always, you know, say sometimes to people, too, is get away from the idea of, you know, don't set the goal of getting the Lamborghini. Set the goal of what you need to do to be able to afford the Lamborghini. What size does your business need to be so you're able to afford a Lamborghini or maybe buy your dream car or or buy the thing that you want? Have your business get to that level So that you're able to do that instead of just being able to purchase one thing. Like I want to be able to have my business produce, you know, $10 million so that this way I can, you know, buy the car I want or do the things that I want to do or be, you know, where I want to be. So it's really important that you set those goals. And it's really important that you manage yourself in that direction so that you're able to set up the things that you need so that you're able to set up the things that you want Short and long-term goals. And, and and the goals should be made up of things that are real, that are achievable. You know what I mean? If you want to invest in real estate or you want to get involved in real estate, set the goal of getting your real estate license. And then setting the goal of finding a broker that you can have mentor you and allow you to understand the business uh, and be able to invest and do that right. Even if you want to invest in real estate in part-time, that's not a bad idea because it'll give you structure and knowledge of the industry. Okay? So look at these things, set these goals for yourself and see what you need to do. And, you know, it, It's going to meant to be scary. I talked about this in the beginning of the podcast. So many people take for granted that success is going to be a level of reaching comfort. No, success is almost reaching, you know, uncomfortable levels. You know, when when you see these people that climb Mount Everest, right? Is climbing out Mount Everest comfortable? Do you think when you get to the top of Mount Everest, you're going to feel comfortable and warm and fuzzy and relaxed? No, it's probably colder and nasty and windy. And that's why people die on their way up there. But when they you get up there, you have a sense of accomplishment being in that uncomfort that you overcame something or you did something great. You know, I see people that run marathons or 5Ks and things like that. So on my list of things to do, I did have a date, I said to do it, but I ended up having to go to New York. But you know, I see people that run marathons, and and you know Jesse Itzler is someone that I've I've really admired and started following in the last year. And when you see him go through the, he does these like 100 mile ridiculous races. Guy's miserable though, you know, because he's streaming a lot of it live. He's he's miserable going through it. You know, he's got blankets on him and he's eating food and all this. But the next day he feels the accomplishments. He's not being comfortable. It's not a comfortable feeling for him to be successful and achieve these goals. He's massively uncomfortable. But at the end of it, when it's all over, he has that story to tell. He achieved that goal. He did what he needed to do. So I, I think one of the most important things is we have to stop looking at success as comfort. We have to stop looking at success as comfort, know that it's going to be uncomfortable, know that it's going to be scary, and embrace for that. You know, embrace for that weather, put the coat on. You know, I just went to, like I said, I just went to New York for meetings and and it's much colder than it is here in Florida. I think when I left Florida, it was like 80 degrees up there, it was 40 degrees. It's a different thing. I have to have different clothing, scarves, jackets, hats, gloves. I have to be prepared differently. It's uncomfortable. But then again, I'm not hot and I'm sweaty. So there's also a certain level of comfort with that. So we have to know, you know, have to stop thinking of success as something uncomfortable. Know that it's going to be uncomfortable, but it's also going to be rewarding success is not going to be comfortable but it is going to be rewarding and we have to prepare for that we have to prepare for that 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 warm cozy feeling of of success but we have to be you know if we're not wearing the coat and the jacket and the gloves we can't be all warm and cozy because we're not going to have that you know you know even when i bundled up and you know i take a picture and i send it to my wife she says oh you look so snuggly you know you look so cute She's crazy, but um, no. <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe I look cute. I don't know. Um, but <laughs> you know, she she says that you know, why? Because I'm bundled up and I have the clothes on, but, you know, and that's, you know, you know, that's that comfort. That's that snuggleness that I have, but I have to go out in the uncomfortable cold to feel that. So we have to be prepared for that. We have to be prepared for that, which makes us uncomfortable. You know, I mean, it, you know, it, you know, speaking of my wife, childbirth, right? Childbirth is a perfect example. That is a, yes, it's a joyous, exciting experience. It's fun. I've, I've been through it four times with my wife, but for her, it was very uncomfortable. It was very painful. It's, it's a, it's a process that you had to go through, but at the end, she was, so happy to to hold her child each time, you know. Each time she felt that same amount of joy, but she had to go through this massive—not just the the labor, the nine months of pregnancy, right? She had to go through these things. She had to grow through this experience. So it's really important that we realize that success is not comfortable. Success is not comfortable, and the more we realize that, you have to 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 get uncomfortable. Um, and, and, I, and I think we take for granted because we hear a lot of these things, as cliche saying so often, we get comfortable with being uncomfortable and, and all these other things, but it really is. And that, that, that sometimes we feel if we do this, we're going to reach this level of where we no longer feel these things. No, you still feel them. You just learn how to deal with them. You know, being a Florida boy, I remember the first time I went to, you know, New York and experienced massively cold weather. I wasn't prepared. Or when I went to Chicago, actually, it was really cold and I wasn't prepared. But then the next time I went, the next time I went, the next time I went, I learned a little bit more. You know, someone posted on Facebook the other day that's everybody packed the day they leave for a trip. Yeah, but I travel like at least... You know, sometimes I'm traveling once or twice a week. I know how to pack. I don't need to like pack days in advance before I go on a trip. I could literally, you know, have a formula. I know how much underwear and socks and shirts and you know suits and everything that I need. I, I have a formula for that. So I think when when we're prepared, we know how to deal with these things. And it's okay to fail. It's okay to do these things. But don't take these cliche sayings for granted. Really look at how you're applying them in your life. And I think the most important thing is to to know when to pass too. You know, a lot of times and and I think this is and I've talked about this before. This is the hardest thing for me personally in entrepreneurship, too. And I think I've gotten a little better at it, you know, as I've gotten along in my career. But, you know, I used to see everything as a potential opportunity and not be able to walk away. No, even if it's it's hard or we're not doing well, you know, we keep doing, keep doing it. And, you know, even though it was called on the table three hours ago, I'm, I'm still sitting there giving it CPR. I mean, like, no, we can make this work. We made this work. Sometimes you have to learn when to throw it away and move on to the next thing, you know. And and, and I, you know, look at this and I think of the different things, you know, whether it's difficulties or adversities I've dealt with in life or failures in business. You know, the next day comes, you always move along. The stuff gets further and further behind you. You're able to move on and do that. But if we hold on to these things too long, we're not able to grow. And like I said, you know, I'm not knocking people Uh, But I've gone to a lot of these networking events and some people are there because they need that cover. But some people are just stuck in that and not willing to let go of the things they need to let go to grow. And sometimes that may be, hey, you know, I'll go to an event one or two times. But like, I mean, there's people I know that go to the same event every year. And it's just time and time again, I don't know how they do that. For me, I go once or twice, I kind of get what I need. But if on the third or fourth time, if I'm hearing the same thing and I haven't applied it or I'm not learning for it or I don't have any more questions, you know, it's kind of not, you know, what you need. And then I'll go to another area or, hey, I mastered this. I got to go to the next area. So it's important to know when to pass and it's important to know when to throw it away. And and really the most important thing, and I can't stress this enough to you, and, and if you haven't done this, if you think you have to do it all on your own, you know, you're going to fail. Because the most successful people I know know how to find the right people. They know how to find the right people. They know how to build a team. They know how to build partnerships. They know how to do things correctly. Like I said, this podcast is a perfect example. I would not be able to do a podcast a week if it wasn't for Ryan and Mark putting this out, editing it, doing the things they need to do. Ryan's my project manager. He manages so much for me on the back end. I would not be able to do that without him. You know, the the people I partnered with throughout my career, you know, especially recently when, you know, with Brand Ethos and Alicia, the things we've been able to do, you know, her level and knowledge of marketing and, you know, and business and, and strategy and, the you know, what we do with our clients with message maps and, and creating great content and the people she she has in her network, I wouldn't be able to grow my business if I didn't have that partnership. If I was just like, well, I could learn this on my own or figure it out or be able to do it. It's so important to find, connect, network with the right people. And and you hear this all the time, right? Another cliche saying, if you want to be a a millionaire, you got to hang around billionaires. You know, if you want to, you know, if you want to be a billionaire, you got to hang around multi-billionaires. You have to be, make sure you're surrounding yourself with the people that want to get you to where you need to go. And this doesn't mean like, you know, a lot of people say, well, don't forget where you came from though. You know, you get, you know, don't, don't throw over you. Of course, you know, like, I mean, you know, I'm so connected to my family and you know, I, I've traveled the world. I've been to, multiple countries to do business over 38 states you know I've been to Israel I've been to Germany Italy Switzerland France the Caribbean you know I've done business in you know South America Central America everywhere you know I've been able to travel the world but 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 I love Pembroke Pines I love my hometown I'm never leaving here maybe one day I'll own multiple properties but I love my home so I don't forget where I came from but I do know that I could keep home base but I have to go out into the world in order to grow I have to go out and and, and network and be able to grow but then I also network here on I'm a member of the chamber. I'm involved in my church. You know, I'm also very involved in networks. And I'll be honest with you, some of the best connections that I've made in business that have allowed me to grow on that not only national, but global skill have come right from my own backyard. People I've met at church, you know, Alicia and I met at church, you know, people I've met at networking events or being a part of the chamber, or going to the chamber lunch or doing these different things, uh, sitting on committees. You know, I volunteer and I sit on an education committee with the chamber. Um, I've sat on board, you know, board of directors for schools. I've done these things and I volunteered not because because you know it's some status thing or it's fancy i've done it so that i can give back but in giving back it's given back so much to me and i and i really always go into these things without expecting it's funny i really do have very low expectation i do these things because i love them i love to get back to the community i love to do it but it's amazing how much they've given back to me and the areas where i've gone in and been like hey this is a high level networking thing i'm going to meet all these great people and those things die on a vine but like the little simple things are sometimes what works so find the combination, find the right people, no one to pass, no one to throw it away, and realize that success is uncomfortable. If you could do those three things, if you could find that mixture, I promise you, you will not only finish this fourth quarter strong, but you will move into 2020 strong. So hope this helped. You know, be tactical and be practical. Learn how to manage both. You know, don't pie in the sky it. You know, don't keep doing the same things. Get off the hamster wheel. Start doing that, which which you need to do to be successful. Start doing that, which you need to do. And I appreciate you tuning in as always. Like I said, feedback on Spotify, iTunes, whatever it is, is helpful. Like it or not. I don't care if you want to give me a low rating, a high rating. Just, you know, give me the feedback. I love that. MikeFicarra.com. Follow me on my social media appreciate feedback there and once again www.thestartdown.com to see all of our episodes and you could binge listen if you want to i know i'm heading up to jacksonville i got about a four hour drive north so i'll be listening to some audiobooks and podcasts as well on the ride up so appreciate you tuning in make it a great one Thank you, everybody, for tuning into this episode of The Startdown. Once again, I am your host, Mike Ficarra. Make sure you visit me at MikeFicarra.com, where you will see links to all my social media, where I'm bringing content like this every day on how you can grow your business and your personal brand. Once again, new episodes drop in every Tuesday, so make sure that you guys like, subscribe, and share the podcast so that you can keep up with what's going on. Once again, appreciate you guys tuning in. I will see you on the next episode of The Startdown.